Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Happy Wednesday! Oh, I hate people who say happy in the day. But that's alright. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, and that's what matters. Welcome back to another episode of Joe vs. the Minute. We're a Movies by Minute podcast that analyzes the 1990 fairy tale film Joe vs. the Volcano one minute at a time, hence the name. I'm Tierney Steele, and today I am joined by not Jarf, but by a fabulous, wonderful guest, Megan Coleman. Hi, Tierney! Hi, everybody! Megan's used to being a co-host, and so I keep wanting to, like, throw it to her like we do over on Mash yeah, Minute, and then I be almost, like, wait, no, wait, I no. I almost actually went, and I'm Megan Coleman before you start to say, we We're have so a guest on. <laughs> It's a thing. It's almost like we've made almost a hundred of these episodes together. What? (laughs) So today we're going to mix it up. Today we're going to talk about Minute 29 of a Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. Very different from MASH. (laughs) Minute 29 begins with Joe ignoring Dee Dee's kisses to explain that there's something wrong with his brain. And it ends, oh, it ends so sadly. It ends with Dee Dee telling Joe she can't handle it. Or if it was 2019 you made this movie, she'd be like, I can't even. <laughs> yeah, but she's sad compared to I can't even. I guess that's true. I don't think I've ever been sad when I can't even. Oh, well, I have, but I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Might have been said by me several times when I was a brand new mom. but uh... I was going to say, I've definitely thought that while crying, but I was plenty mad as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. The first two weeks of being a new parent, not always fun. (laughs) It gets better. (laughs) It does get better. But man, that hormone crash. Woohoo. 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 Yeah, that would have been more exciting. (laughs) Sharp is going to come back and be like, what did you two do? What did you do to my, what did you do to the podcast? We made it awesome. Dear Sharp, sorry I missed you. Hashtag, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) So this minute made me really glad that you pointed out how old Hollywood musical, like the last minute's opening, or the last minute was because this minute makes me think of a play so much. Oh. Because it's just the two of them in that little space. And I have to say, some of it's to the detriment because and we'll, we'll get through the whole conversation but as she's leaving Dee Dee pauses by the door and then she almost reaches towards him which is very well done and then she shrinks back and shivers and that's when she says I can't handle it Joe it is so theatrical and so fake like no one has ever done that in real life like people have been on a date and been walking on an open sidewalk and been like haha and twirled the person they're with like that has happened this like i'm gonna reach for your face but then i'm gonna shrink back and it's like no that's i don't know it just struck me as really like oh that's meg ryan acting in a wig like that's not (laughs) that's not a person doing normal people things she does she does seem a bit more like a caricature in this Mm. minute than the last minute I don't know if it's her voice or, like you said, like, it's kind of that it's, now that you mention it, like, it's play, it's almost like it's blocked out as if you're on a theater stage and you can't have your back to the audience or you're not supposed to, right? Yeah. It's really weird, too, because I love Meg Ryan's comedic timing in this minute. Yeah, though I found it interesting when he mentions it, there's almost this delay where she's like, this is great. And then she's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, (laughs) that 
did feel very real. Like that was Wait, almost what? like yeah, because I was like I'm like I feel like someone told me that I would have been like instant like excuse moi like. Well, she was very busy kissing the outside of his shirt. Well, this is true, but I and I guess it's kind of funny, but it also sort of made me go like, uh, Meg Ryan's and what? wait for it, <laughs> wait for it. Oh, okay, there we go. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm not defending the show. Girls, many things in it made me need to scream, but Adam Driver in Girls again, his character made me need to scream. But at one point, and I don't remember where this is awful in the entire series. Adam Driver's character, I I don't know what Hannah is saying, goes, what? And Chris and I have been doing that at each other ever since. (laughs) Because he's totally serious, just goes, what? And there's a famous what from Darth Vader in the original trilogy. So then we were like, oh, you know, they give great what? And (laughs) Nice. What? (laughs) Hers is great. But I also love her, you're gonna die? You're gonna die? (laughs) And I was like... Like, what are you, Ethel Merman there? Like, <laughs> Speaking of old musicals, right? Like, I mean, this is awkward all around. She's like, going to town. She's going to town, then she's all like, never mind, get off me. On the outside of his shirt. Get off me, get off me. <laughs> yeah, off well, me. I mean, to be fair. That's... Fair enough, right, but. No means no, regardless of exactly. what's been happening. <laughs> and then she's all like, buttons up her, like, plays with her jacket as if, like, suddenly the room became, like, the freezer room at yeah. Shaw, like a supermarket like Shaw's or something like she right? literally like, needs to put a physical barrier between yes. her and Joe all of a sudden yeah and he's like and then no, she starts no, doing the like, oh I gotta go I have a job <laughs> you remember that thing <laughs> it's very awkward it's awkward and it's and he's clearly taking it in he's just sort of like okay and he try. you know I mean on the one hand I get like he is in a different place than she is. He has already oh, yeah. accepted this, and she has not, obviously. <laughs> but that whole, like, you know, oh, I got the job in the morning, and then he's like, because he says, stay, tomorrow will take care of itself. Right. Or something like that. Something, or like, something yeah. very close to that. And on the one hand, such a great line. I mean, that's, if you wanted to stay with someone and they said that, that's amazing, but she's not there yeah she's well and he's had more time to process it like you said right yeah she's she's going through everything right at this moment (laughs) she's not handling it well (laughs) and yeah oh my gosh i just gonna die you're gonna die (laughs) (laughs) is that gonna be my new thing possibly i can't help it it's so good (laughs) i'm gonna be at work and somebody's gonna be like what and i'm like you're gonna die (laughs) they're just gonna be like what? Uh, <laughs> uh, what weird cultural reference are you referencing now? And I'll be like, oh, okay, hi. All of them. All, all of the of weird them. culture references. You should be like, sit down. This is going to be a long story. So I decided to go to grad school. <laughs> did not realize. I did not realize. Got through three semesters before this crazy girl showed up. <laughs> Everything was going fine. <laughs> Everything was going fine. I had made friends. I was enjoying Boston. Then this girl showed up and also knew about Nash and the music group Gem and Ryan <laughs> <laughs> forgot about Gem. <laughs> Sitting. Why were we so tired? Why do we think it was okay to like sit on the floor in the store while Meg Daniela is shopping? <laughs> Singing along to Gem. Because that's the only time in your life when you can get away with that kind of crap. Like <laughs> Or the time I came to visit you when I crashed on your um your recliner. Do you uh, remember that? That was a great recliner. <laughs> that was a great recliner. 
I was sad to give that up, but it had fulfilled its purpose. It might still be in a dorm room somewhere. Who knows? Making a new generation of college students happy. This apartment does not seem like it has a super no. comfortable recliner to spend the night in. Or, or even a couch, maybe? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we're only seeing the entryway. But this is true. It is very, it's not monochromatic, but it's all of the same palette. Yeah, it's Am like I clean. using these words it's right? Like, yeah, it's like earth tones. Yeah, it's all very uh, of the same look. And the only light is that little lamp. That makes me think of a volcano. Oh, oh, oh. oh, and it's not fair. I mean, he does have blue wallpaper with some design on it, but he's also wearing a blue shirt. So even that doesn't really like change up the right. Like it all, they almost blend into this setting, Dee Dee and Joe. Yeah, especially with this lighting too. Yeah, like Dee Dee and Joe are so of this time and place that they almost disappear into the background of this scene which is going to be important when joe moves along in his adventure <laughs> and meets other meg ryans <laughs> she has such a good face where she's like mm, i don't think i'm gonna do this <laughs> i thought this was going someplace and now it's totally yeah when she's like playing with her hair like i did not see this coming that's that, okay that terrible terrible wig yeah i sort of I, i'm glad you say it's a wig because part of me is like Gosh, who was the hair design like stylist on this movie? And <laughs> was this like a good '90s look, where everyone was like, "Yeah, that was great." Yeah, I mean, in earlier minutes, it's like, okay, that's fine. She's still cute, you know. She's pulling it off. Looks better at some points than others, but in this scene, it is really not good. It's really not good. <laughs> I just want to like comb her hair. Like, okay, honey, here, come here. <laughs> There's just, there's a lot going on with the wig in this scene. I mean, even Tom's hair looks better than hers. And I'm not saying that a guy can't have nice hair, but... But he literally has a mullet. Well, yes, but when I'm saying a mullet looks good, then you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do love that we see behind them, next to that volcano-ish lamp, he has multiple hats. He does have multiple hats. He's already lost a couple hats this movie. Or I guess one hat this movie, but. Well, then it's a good thing he has backups. <laughs> mm-hmm. Backup hats. Backup hats. <laughs> this is such a sad, like, this is. Poor Joe. It is really heartbreaking. I mean, it is kind of weird that he's like, oh, you noticed I feel so alive. Let me tell you why. Right, and exactly. then like, then he's like, yes, I am into the making out. Let me remove my coat. Like, I'm not going to pick up on your social cues. But the way he just stands there as she does her whole acting 101 thing. But but that, that I can't handle it, Joe, just breaks your heart every time. I know, she's acting like it's like freezing in there. Like She's emotionally, but, but she's not emotionally cold. She's no, feeling no. a lot of emotions. They're just now sad and scared ones, not... Yeah, that's true. Oodalali, yeah, we're gonna do it once. Yeah. It was looking so good. This evening was so promising. And now... And I love the... I do love the way it is blocked, though, because you notice she was, like, playing with her hair as she walked around, but that means when she stands by the door, her right arm, which is the one towards him, is the one that's up. Like, she's almost physically blocking him from her. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, that arm is pulling protective duty. Mm-hmm. That's true. This is a real bummer of an 
romantic, but it's very well done. I, everything that I was being horrified by in her acting in this minute is absolutely made up for with the way she delivers that last line. Which is just like, and she almost like shrugs first. I mean, I think that's yeah, the end no, of the does. shiver, but it could also be read as a shrug. She's like, shrug. look, I can't handle it. can't handle it. It's really too bad, isn't it? You know, she's not happy about the fact that she's getting out of here away from him. Oh, no. I can't do this to you. All right, let's talk about happier things. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't it sound good? It let's could be. Let's talk about things that aren't in earth tones and <laughs> involve awkward makeout sessions that end terribly. Sure. God, it sounds like a bad Tinder date, doesn't it? Oh, God. Maybe that's what that sailor was doing. <laughs> oh, except they didn't have Tinder then, right? It would have been like... Oh, it's all wrong. Everything it's I just said is all wrong. What's not all wrong is if I ask you, had you seen this movie before? What's your history with Joe versus the Volcano? Um, You know what's funny? Is I was telling my husband the other day, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be recording this guest appearance on Joe versus the Minute. And he's like, oh, Joe versus the Volcano? And I'm like, wait, wait, how did how did you know about this movie? And I didn't know about this movie. <laughs> Clearly was on his radar. He could describe the movie poster, which was very interesting. What? Yes. And I was like, oh, because I'd like until Terry and Jeff had been like, hey, you want to be on this, our podcast? I had never really heard of this movie. Well, I know you had heard assumed, the title. Yeah, I heard the title. And I had always assumed you've that. You've been in my house. <laughs> yes. Well, and I, I always assumed that the first Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks movie was Sleepless in Seattle, followed by You Got Mail. So <laughs> I was like, oh, there was another one. What? And it's real different. And it's real different. <laughs> yes, it's and real different. And I happen to think better. <laughs> Do you, so it, would you rank uh, Would you rank this your favorite Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks movie then? This is my favorite movie. Of all time? Of all time. More so than Star Wars and A League of Their Own? And camp. Franchises don't count. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Because, all right, so here's, here's how that came about. How do you choose between Star Wars, A New Hope, and Raiders of the Lost Ark? Like, if you love George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, how do you choose between Luke Skywalker and Indiana Jones? I couldn't. And therefore, I was paralyzed when it came to calling one of those my favorite movies. But there was this movie that I had always liked as a little kid and still liked as a teenager and then going through college still liked. And it was funny and it was weird and it had my favorite actor in it. And so it was just like, okay, so my favorite movie is Joe versus the Volcano. No incel's going to yell at you because you say that. Like, you're not even going to pop up on their radar. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You don't have to argue about which Star Wars or 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 Matrix movie is better than the other insert franchise here. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel Universe of crazy. Um. Yeah. There are so (laughs) many good movies. There are so many good movies. And I probably have a list, a top 20 list that could all be called your favorite movie. Easy peasy. But when you're filling out those like, do you remember the quizzes that would go around like in Facebook notes where you would answer all the questions? They started out, they started out not in Facebook notes. They were actual notes. On the actual one used to have a, when we called it the wall. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, kids, I've been on Facebook since the get go. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's well, it, but even like in high school before Facebook, I remember there would be like a, a, an email chain, and oh. actually, yes, it was an email chain. Like you had to put your answers along it. Oh, I don't remember those. I remember MySpace and like Live Journal, <sighs> but 
I'm trying to remember if I still have any somewhere. But you would put in your answers and it's like, some of them were stupid. Like, what color shirt are you wearing right now? What's the last thing you ate? And then they would, you know, slip in crazy ones. Like, have you ever whatevered? And, um, but it would be like, you know, what's your favorite book? What's your favorite movie? And you were always trying to strategize so that, you know, when the guy you liked saw them, he would be like, oh, cool. She likes that, too. But <laughs> there was only room for one movie. There wasn't room for 20 movies. And so I just put this one. Fair enough. It's the same thing. My favorite book is Tales of the South Pacific. That doesn't mean I don't own an entire Ikea 5x5 bookcase <laughs> full of books that I love. <laughs> All the books. It's just, it's just they ask what your favorite book is and you got to pick one. <laughs> Yeah, and like you, I have a list. So depending on who I'm talking to, I might change my top number one answer just because, mm. you know, you don't want to deal with certain people complaining about Anna Green Gables or <laughs> Little House on the Prairie hasn't aged well. Yes, I know, but I don't care. <laughs> I am like, aware that it's problematic. I'm aware it has a lot of issues. I'm aware that I, I, yes. I, now you can say, look, I did a podcast analyzing the movie MASH. This does not frighten me. This does not frighten me. Okay. That should be our Wednesday wisdom. Like what you like. Like what <laughs> Don't you like. Don't worry about it. And if it's problematic, it's, I feel like as long acknowledge as you acknowledge that. that, right? And you find out why it's problematic in case you didn't know and someone goes, well, didn't you know? You can at least know. Yeah. To yeah. what degree you should be going uh you know (laughs) and if it makes you feel so that you don't feel good reading that or watching that anymore then guess what it's not your favorite anymore and that's fine fine. there are plenty of other things in the world to like exactly it's a big world out there kids (laughs) you can find all kinds of new stuff so you watched it for the first time for us uh, yeah, in actually, I, I pulled a Kathleen, Kathleen McLaughlin. Uh, I mm. only watched just by minutes. Ah. Because I was too busy to try to get my hands on the movie. Well, the next time you sleep over, we'll do we'll a have double a, feature. We'll, we'll do Joe double... versus the Volcano and Splash. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you own both, or have access to both. I definitely own Joe versus the Volcano. I don't think I own Splash, but I can find it. We could probably find it. And if I needed to own it, that would be fine. <laughs> yes. I am intrigued to see more, though, especially if Meg Ryan plays three different characters. Like, what? Yes, this is the first of three different characters that Meg Ryan will play. So I would be very curious to see your reaction. And this is the only one with this wig. So. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do the bad hairstyles continue? (laughs) Oh, that's good to hear. I have some critiques of the next characters. Well, I mean, it is the 90s. Then the third one is perfection. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah, she plays a brunette, a redhead, and a blonde. Ooh, trifecta. It's all <laughs> symbolic. Sugar sticks. <laughs> Jocularity. It's all good. Jocularity. Jocularity. <laughs> or horse pucky, right? When Potter's like, horse pucky. Monkey <laughs> muffins. Oh, I forgot that one. That's we right. could we could be we here could, all night if we're going to start doing Potterisms. That's right. Oh, God. You need more swoop on the tea. <laughs> Sherman tea. Potter. <laughs> and Ryder's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> now that we totally derailed your podcast, I'm sorry. Or I did. It's all good. I've asked you where you're from. We've mentioned it today again. I've asked you your history with the movie. We've talked about this minute. We're good. Yeah, We've done our jobs. Woohoo. Now we get to sail off into the sunset and we get to come back and hopefully it will be a little more lighthearted. Shrug. Don't know. I don't know.
Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler. 